0: Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts, the podcast that will eerily appear if you say its name in the mirror at midnight. I'm your spirited host Jennifer, a professional medium and an avid collector of ghost stories and tonight let's light a candle and gaze into the mirror together, shall we? I've gathered several stories of haunted mirrors Are they haunted objects? Are they open portals to the paranormal? I also have a small haunted mirror story of my own. You may remember in episode 15, I talked about my ghost cat in my apartment in Evanston, Illinois. Well, this apartment also had a mirror I would love to tell you about. And I'll provide some helpful tips to cleanse and ward your own mirrors. In addition to that, it's not bad luck to stick around after the stories for my new spirit reading of the week. If you're familiar with the podcast, every week I record an in-studio medium reading for a podcast guest. And there's also a message from the Spirit specifically for someone listening to this podcast. So that means this message may be specifically for you. But first, the spooky Let's reflect on the terrifying, shall we? The ghosts are coming in right now. When I was in third grade, my parents packed up my two younger brothers and myself and moved to a house on the outskirts of a small Ohio town. The house was at the end of a dead-end street. Few houses, no railroad tracks, and surrounded by woods. The house had been repossessed by the bank, and it sat empty for approximately 10 years before my parents bought it. My room had three closets in it. I was a small child and obviously didn't need three closets, so one of them sat empty. My great-grandmother gave me a mirror that had belonged to my great-great-grandmother before her. It was of medium size and trimmed in a gold metal braid. Every night, I would awake to hear that mirror vibrating on my wall. I would just lie there, terrified at what could be causing it. I told my parents about it, But they refused to believe that something paranormal was in their home after months of this i had my brother a year younger than me sleep in my room i had high hopes that he too would experience it not long after we finally fell asleep the mirror started rattling on the wall My brother took the mirror down and put it in my empty closet. From that moment on, my closet was cold. Several years later, I talked to my great-grandmother about it. She told me she gave me that mirror on accident. She said it should have been blessed and thrown away. Her mother had had it before she did, and it would also wake her up at night. One night, desperate for some peace and quiet, she took it down and slid it under her bed. When she was almost asleep, her mattress started shaking like someone underneath was pushing up on her bed. This story is true, it happened to me when I was about 5 years old. Our house was considered a decent size for people that visited, but to a 5 year old it was huge. My mom had asked me to go to her bedroom to get something for her. I remember that my grandparents were there for dinner along with my sisters and dad. Upon my mom's asking, I went to their room as I was told and I remember walking up to my mom's makeup mirror. The mirror had one panel in front and two mirrors on either side. I was always fascinated to go in there so I could see all of her makeup. As I went up to the mirror, I started to look around. Someone said my name, so I looked up expecting to see someone, but as I looked up and into the mirror, I saw the figure of my grandmother in the mirror. It wasn't a reflection like when you look at yourself. It was more of a glowing image of her hair and a very faint picture of her face. I was petrified. I grabbed what I was told, and as I was walking back to the living room through the hallway, I looked and saw my shadow along the wall, but I also saw the shadow of what was in the mirror following me I ran as fast as I could to the other side of the house and asked if anyone had been in the room while I was there to my amazement they all said no and were shocked to hear my story my little sister later told me that she too for some reason was scared to be in the house alone and that that mirror had always spooked her My parents said they never had any strange experiences but as for me I refuse to ever go into that room alone again. Do you have a personal ghost story you would like to tell me? I may share it on the podcast. Email me at Speak now at italktoghosts.com. Welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a personal story that I would love to share with you about a haunted mirror in my apartment in Evanston, Illinois. This mirror was the mirror that was in the bathroom of the apartment, the one hanging above the bathroom sink. It was a normal looking, average, medicine cabinet mirror. But when you looked into this mirror, you felt terrible. You thought you looked terrible. And it wasn't because the mirror itself was warped or the lighting was wrong in the bathroom. Everything in there was fine. I extensively examined trying to figure out what was going on. Ultimately. Whenever you were looking at your reflection in this mirror while washing your hands or fixing your hair, you just felt terrible about yourself and you thought you looked terrible as well. Nothing you were wearing was working. Your hair would be terrible. Your skin would look terrible. You looked tired. You looked stressed. You just didn't look good. And this wasn't just something that happened to me. Anytime I had a guest over, whenever they happened to come out of the bathroom, they would remark, oh my gosh, I look so tired today. Or, oh, why did I wear this shirt? Or something negative about themselves. And I would immediately say to them, ignore it, it's a bad mirror, it's not you. I don't know the history of this apartment, but there were several different strange things that occurred while living there. And when you try to logically, (laughs) metaphysically um, try and come up with an explanation, I can only kind of gather that perhaps someone really unhappy lived in the apartment in the past and they would look in the mirror and just talk really badly about themselves um just criticize scrutinize just pour all that negative energy out for the mirror to absorb and bounce back and it was residual it lingered and everyone everyone felt it who looked in that mirror and i cannot stress enough this mirror was terrible you would look into the mirror suddenly you would notice all of your flaws all your imperfections hate them. And it would seep into your mood and how you felt about yourself and how you felt about the day and, and your energy in general would just tank and it was just, it was awful. And it got to the point that whoever was over, if they asked to use my bathroom, I would say, of course, but you know what, ignore the mirror, just ignore the mirror. And they would be like what do you mean i go well you'll see and they would come out of the bathroom and they'd be like you are right that mirror is terrible so if you ever experience anything like this especially if it's in your own space cleanse your mirror and reset the energy so tips on cleansing your mirrors and also other points that are considered good ideas first They say never have a mirror facing your bed or have the reflection of the bed in it. If you do, you may have nightmares and no one wants that. As a general rule, it's good to have mirrors in rooms that have good energy. If you always have wonderful gatherings in your living room that you really enjoy, multiply that vibe with a mirror. Are you always stressed at your job? Don't hang a mirror in your office. You don't need that energy magnified or multiplied or bouncing back at you. Now, if you're concerned that mirrors may be a portal to something else, there are things you can do to cleanse your mirrors. This is good mirror hygiene in general, okay? You can smoke cleanse your mirror with any of the following. Sandalwood, sage, frankincense, lavender, jasmine. I personally love to do a mugwort wash mugwort is a fantastic herb for protection so steep some dried mugwort just like tea in water and wipe down your mirror with a cloth wet from that liquid and as always your intentions and your energy are key so visualize or emote your wish to cleanse your mirror while you do any ritual so there you go i hope this was helpful when it comes to dispelling fears or concerns about mirrors Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The Spirits and I thank you. Welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. My podcast guest tonight is Caitlin. Caitlin, welcome to your spirit reading. How are you doing this evening?
1: I am feeling very uh, spirited. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> very excited to be here. A Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I-, I am like really intrigued by this. I- I'm pretty sensitive myself. So I'm just really excited to see, you know, what, Happens.
0: Excellent. Well, I think you're familiar with the podcast, but you know I have my page of
1: notes here for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone always has that reaction. They're like, Oh, all those notes for me. It's like, yes, they are all for you. Okay, so let's dive into this. Uh, right away, I mentioned to you before, um, before we kind of got on the call that um this really felt like a different type of reading. It's not the usual format in a way. Um, first off, usually I uh, identify someone who has passed, but this, this person uh, or the energy coming through really wanted to offer you a lot of calming and grounding energy. Like That was more important than anything else at the moment.
1: I am in a place in my life where I've got a lot of anxiety going on. And I have been trying to just focus on centering myself as well lately.
0: Yes. They were showing me a lot of, um, it's like here, here's this calming, flowing, grounding energy and alluding to uh, anxiety. And have you had trouble sleeping? Is it keeping you up at night? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they just really sympathize with that and really want to be there for you on a spiritual level and on an energetic level. And it was like, talk about this first, because it's just so important. And it it was kind of dominating everything in a way, in, in, in a really good way. And that was another reason why I thought this reading is going to be a little different because usually energy like that doesn't come in and start flowing in that way. It doesn't present itself that way because you can't really identify a person by that. But But here it is, right? That said, I will dive in now to impressions and things that I was shown, okay? So, uh, someone was coming through who seemed, um, they were presenting themselves as rather analytical and really loved the small details of things. It felt male to me.
1: Well, my grandfather was a very celebrated uh, electrical physicist. Okay. Wow.
0: <laughs> I, I, um I saw, you know, when I said the little details of things, I saw like and like I was almost I try not to interpret too much, but the way I saw it was like miniature work. Like very okay. very detail um,
1: oriented. He uh his claim to fame was he designed a process where he basically wrapped coils around military ships and electrified them. And one time he came to my fifth grade class and did that on a model. Okay. So it was really like intricate little tiny yeah boat. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
0: that lines up so well. <laughs> okay. Someone was showing me that their their furniture in their living room was very important to them.
1: That would be my dad's mother.
0: <laughs> okay. And almost like in a in a social aspect, did she like to hold like small gatherings almost like like a book club type of thing?
1: She did um I don't know about book clubs, but she was quite a hostess, and she passed away when my dad was quite young, and oh. I actually have in my parents' house most of her living room furniture, okay,
0: okay. Uh, I think there's a really strong connection there. Yeah. When I say book club, it was more like the living room and the furniture were very important because of the socializing aspect. Like she really loved to gather a group and like that, that just that connection and that bonding.
1: She was also a big reader. She had a huge library.
0: I was going to ask you about stacks of books. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, you got (laughs) stags.
0: Yeah, I see. You know that lineage is always fun to see. Feel that support, that energetic support there. Okay. Um, I was seeing. I see a a backyard sanctuary. Um, like I'm I'm hearing like a little fountain.
1: Um, I, I did have that growing up, um, particularly like I, we have a fountain that my dad and I built together. My dad is luckily still with us. Yes. My great-grandmother had kind of a grotto in her backyard and had a, a Virgin Mary statue on it.
0: I wanted to ask you if anyone had... Arthritis or suffered from arthritis or inflammation, carpal tunnel, because um, like what reminded me of it is the, is the pain that I have in my arm right now and, and, and in my hand.
1: Uh, my dad's mother, we keep coming back to her, had rheumatoid quite young. And then my, I, I keep coming back to my great-grandmother, the mother of my grandfather that was a physicist. She was very into crochet. and she had very very bad arthritis at the end
0: i'm being shown um are you familiar with cottagecore
1: yeah
0: i was being shown um like a white dress very cottagecore um like white dress or nightgown just and it had that feeling to it
1: I had a lot of dresses similar to that when I was growing up, particularly one that my godmother made for me for my first communion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wore it constantly. It had, I even like put like a blue satin sash on it. I, mm-hmm. I had multiple dresses like that throughout my life actually. So that is, you know, an image I would connect with.
0: I smelled lavender.
1: I had this little old German lady I adopted, I, I called her Oma. Uh, I have a very complicated relationship with my biological family. I'm very tight with my parents, but outside of that, you know, not mm-hmm. great. So mm-hmm. um, uh, I would say that I was her favorite grandchild, even though like, like I don't really have a relationship with my grandparents. She doesn't really have a relationship with her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. But um, we bonded together quite closely and she passed away in the early days of the pandemic. Okay. And I believe she used lavender, hand cream.
0: You know, I think a lot of that calming, grounding energy might be coming from her. Does that make sense to you?
1: It it would. Okay. With having such negative and complicated relationships, have they come to a higher level of understanding?
0: I saw an acknowledgement of the anxiety and torment that it, it gave you. You know, and that with that is that has to come from insight. You know, I think that when we pass on, we can find a clarity that we didn't. And, and it's almost like we're not in the game anymore. And suddenly we can see it as this movie of, oh, my gosh, look what of what I did. Yeah. And there was this acknowledgement of, wow, the torment, the torment that was here and the apology that should, you know, the acknowledgement and the apology is is very easily given that type of negativity can really rip you apart Mm -hmm. you know and
1: like i have done a great deal of internal work
0: mm -hmm. in regards
1: to that you know it's a process
0: those lessons can fortify you so much and it's like if we can grow it almost makes it worth it because you're in the end if you can come out of this better you know and more You know, it's like, gosh, I never wanted to sign up for this. But the fact that you were in that classroom and you can graduate from it, at least there's that,
1: you know what I mean? Do you do crystal work? I recently bought this bracelet after listening to one of your podcasts and it's been helpful.
0: I wrote down amethyst, uh, quartz, and obsidian for you.
1: Amethyst,
0: rose quartz, obsidian. Perfect. We'll work with those. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Okay. I do have a message for you uh, before we go. Okay. Um, And the message is uh, don't let the world get to you. You know, you're you're a very empathetic person and uh, kind of an emotional sponge, and it's very easy to get caught up with the outside world, and the remedy for that is going internal and grounding yourself and finding that uh, as your center instead of being influenced by, by the outside. As an empath, we feel these things as if they are ours, and then we forget that they don't necessarily have to be. The, the rest of the messages you have such a giving nature. Find balance by giving inward first. You know, make sure you give to yourself, and it's not just all going out. you know, give to yourself as much as you give outward, right? And uh, hang in there and we'll, it's long time issues will resolve. Finding the peace on the inside and the grounding on the inside, when we can find that in ourselves, That's the energy we're influencing our life with, right? And it starts to, and I see this being a a better year of balance for you.
1: It's much needed.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that the, the message is connected for you. And I'm just really grateful to have met you as a person. And thank you so much for letting me do this reading
1: for you tonight. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Would you like to receive a free spirit reading with me? Enter for your chance at italktoghosts.com slash guest. Each week, I'll randomly select a name from the list to be a guest on the show. Together, we will talk to the spirits who wish to communicate with you, and our session will be featured on a future episode of I Talk to Ghosts. The spirits are waiting. Enter now at italktoghost.com slash guest. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a message from the spirits tonight for someone listening to this podcast. So I've grounded and centered, called the spirit close, and this evening someone's husband has come through. Uh, he passed away after retirement. He's telling me that his life with you, he just loved you so much and you knew it. He was very affectionate, very emoting, and just a very, very loving husband. And he's showing me that in retirement, you moved somewhere warm. I'm guessing somewhere like Arizona, more of a retirement warm community. And he really enjoyed golfing. In his leisurely time he was very proud of the fact that he was able to save for retirement and you're continued to be provided for now and he's acknowledging what a great creative team you were you just complimented each other so well and he celebrates that and his message for you this evening is that he thinks you're wonderful and you still are a creative person in in many many ways and he loves seeing that in you He does express regrets and is sorry that when his time came he had to go but he really wants to encourage you that life still has so much potential for you and your brilliant mind engage with it, see it, seek it out and make it yours because you deserve a wonderful abundant life still and he just wants to say he loves you and you are still connected always I think I'm gonna leave it at that if this message connects for you please reach out because I would love to know I'm getting the impression that there's even more here to discuss and I would love to do that with you thank you And with that, dear listener, we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I hope you've enjoyed these spooky mirror stories that I've shared with you. And if you have one of your own, I would love to hear about it. Until then, wherever you wander off to in this world or the next, just remember, come back and visit with me.
1: Have a lovely
0: evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading!